Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to Hoss Fight. My name is, in fact, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Popping another seltzer. It's another fantastic episode. We are getting down to the nitty and, dare I say, the gritty. We're in the sixes. There are only 96 wrestlers left, which the math checks out on that. Six pages, 16 wrestlers. That's it. That's all we got. And then we're done with this. Where we go from here, I know. I don't know that you know. I don't remember if I've told you, but I know that I know where we go from here. And I'm excited to share that with you. And I don't need a lot of preamble now. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's get this party started with the very first name of the page sixes, the wrestlers who finished sixth in our first half. And that first name is the Iron Sheik. What a way to start with the Iron Sheik, most definitely a hoss, still ruling Twitter. Whether it's him or somebody else, I don't care. That Twitter account is fantastic. Uh, and there's no doubt he was a hoss. I mentioned to you at the end of the, the last episode that this group of 16, you could build, whether it's the UWF or Mid-South, Bill Watts would love the group of 16 that I've got here pretty much across the board. Uh, what better way to start than with Shiki Baby? And he is taking on Kamala, two all-time great characters, what an opening round match. This could have been a semifinal, and I don't think anyone would have been necessarily surprised. Uh, the Iron Sheik versus Kamala. It is a shame that somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose in this. And we love Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Uh, many people have talked about how legitimately terrified they were of Kamala in the 80s. Um you know, we had not seen a character like that, I do not think. Uh, but, but, um, the man behind Kamala, whose name escapes me, and I feel badly about that. Hold on. Jim something. No, not Kamala Harris. We've got to put wrestler in there now. James. <laughs> Has anyone, somebody had to have picked up on this, right? The man's name is James Harris. You know, passed away recently in, uh, in 2020. But the man's name is James Harris. He went by Kamala. And now we have Kamala Harris. This is a little eerie. What an eerie way to start. Uh, having said all of that, as much as I love Kamala, James Harris, far as I know, not a a legitimate fighter outside of just being an 80s wrestler. You had to be some sort of legitimate fighter. Uh, the Iron Sheik. Iranian wrestling team? Olympian? Correct? Let me look that up, too. I'm, I'm feeling the closer and closer we get to the final, the closer I feel 
like it's okay to look stuff up. I believe 1942, my goodness, six years older than my dad. Uh, Amateur wrestler, bodyguard. Yep, competed for a spot on Iran's Greco-Roman wrestling team for the Summer Olympics. So he didn't make it, but competed for it. Was an assistant coach of two Olympic squads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Sheik wins. I'm not saying he's a shoe-in to make the final. I'm not saying that because there are some big names here in this, in Host Fight Page 6. But it's going to be tough to beat that combination of great character, legit badass, fantastic social media presence. Next up, Butch Reed, The Natural. Butch Reed. Again, Iron Sheik, Kamala, and Butch Reed. Like I said, Bill Bill Watts is salivating. Butch Reed is taking on Adrian Adonis. Iron Sheik, Kamala, Butch Reed, Adrian Adonis. Jeremy, Glenn, this episode I think is just my love letter to you. And Banks. And all the other maybe two or three people who listen. Um... You know, I can see the number of listens. I don't care. I I would love for hundreds of people to like this show, but hundreds of people were not making... Well, I'm sure hundreds of people... Let me rephrase. I understand that the number of people who were making just huge lists of wrestlers in their younger days is not a lot. Right? It's not a lot. Butch Reed versus Adrian Adonis... Tough to determine a winner in that. Um, Adrian Adonis, legit wrestler, pretty sure. Uh, having watched some of his stuff in, you know, the AWA and into the WWF, like, before he became adorable and gained a bunch of weight and did the flower shop and all that. It's a legit character with the good night Irene Sleeper. But Butch Reed's real good. And I, I'm leaning towards giving it to Butch Reed, and I think that's what I got to do. But hard to say there's a loser in either of these matchups. Because, again, you tell me that both of these four are in the top 80 hosses of all time. And I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Next up, a modern wrestler. The first one we have, uh, but most certainly a hoss, and I think would fit in with the four that we have already mentioned. Uh, he is now known as Big Demo, and was known and is now again known as Big Demo, but I know him as Killian Dane. Um, again, no doubt a hoss, great look, hair or no hair, uh, I think would be just fine in an 80s Bill Watts-style promotion, and he is taking on... Uh, again, this guy would fit. He's a, a 90s wrestler, early 90s wrestler. He would fit. Might be a little too goofy for Bill Watts. Um, not for Ole Anderson, though. Ole Anderson would like this guy. Ole Anderson would volunteer to be the voice for this guy. We know him. We love him. It's Typhoon slash Shockmaster slash Tugboat. Fred Ottman. Uh, Again, 
most definitely a hoss. And I can hear Brandon Banks in his head going, well, this is no doubt Typhoon wins. I love you. I love you dearly in your bowling, beer-drinking ways. I don't know. Career-wise, sure. Has had a more successful mainstream career. Um, Killian Dane, I don't know if he ever won. You know, that that thing with Drake Maverick would have been great. Sanity was good. Uh, never reached the heights we thought he would. But if I'm in a bar, probably going to want Killian Dane. So I'm giving the win to Killian. Again, apologies, apologies. Dave Mastiff, another modern wrestler, similar in build, maybe a little heftier than Killian Dane. But again, stick him in an 80s wrestling ring. He's not going to look that out of place. Taking on Dan the Beast Severn. Once again, Mr. Banks, you had no love for Dan Severn. I totally get that. As a pro wrestler, not good. Not good as a pro wrestler. But as a legit fighter, we have to give him his due. However, this is a pro wrestling hoss fight. And while I have no doubt that in a shoot-style match, Dan Severn could, you know, single-leg Dave Mastiff, take him down, put him in a knee bar, something like that, make him tap out. In a pro wrestling match, I think we have to go with the bomber here. So maybe if only to make up for the fact that I had to give it to Dane over Typhoon, uh, I will give the win to Dave Mastiff, setting up an awesome Dave Mastiff versus Killian Dane match. I'd love to see that. All right. Halfway through. I'm having a great time. I hope you are as well. Lance Archer, the murder hawk, whatever that means. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means to be a murder hawk. Uh, certainly a hoss. Much better wrestler now than he was before. I would say he is taking on oh clash of styles clash of eras again Bill Watts Don Morocco Lance Archer versus Don Morocco so here's the thing let's have a brief tangent and discuss something uh, perhaps philosophical regarding horses I don't think I've talked about this before. I may have. If so, I apologize. We all know that the second I press the stop button, I have forgotten everything I talked about. But horses. In my head, and I think in many of your heads too, those wrestlers from the 80s are just naturally Haussier than the modern day wrestler and wrestlers from the 90s and beyond. Now, why is that? Let's unpack that. Why is that? Certainly, I think um, we can make a case for uh, social media. A little difficult to really consider. Killian Dane, let's use him as an example, as a hoss when he's posting pictures of him 
doing fun things with his wife, Nikki Cross, Nikki A.S.H. I love them as a couple. I wish they had done more. But he's posting his real life, and his real life isn't haughty. The wrestlers of the 80s, Don Morocco, the Iron Sheik, they weren't doing that. They weren't allowed to do that. Uh, so I think part of that is the mystique. You know, even The Undertaker, and we can agree that The Undertaker is a hoss, but the man's about to start a podcast. Kamala wasn't going to start a podcast. I'd have listened every day. But he's not going to start a podcast. So I think there's social media. I think there's the fact that just wrestlers are more known. You know what I mean? It's very difficult to have a wrestler now whom we don't know your name and where you wrestled before, and we can look you up. Territory Wrestling, a guy came into town, wrestled for a month, two months, six months, whatever it was, and then left and went and wrestled somewhere else, and you didn't know. Is Don Morocco's real name Don Morocco? I honestly don't know. I'm assuming it is. Yeah, it is, but I don't know. I know Hogan's name, but he went into the 90s. Do I? Is Butch Reed's real name Butch Reed? Let's look that up. No, it's Bruce. Didn't know that. Didn't know his real name was Bruce. Uh, I knew Kamala's name, but again, he, you know, his story and all of that. Do I know Adrian Adonis's real name? I don't. It is Keith Adonis Frank. Didn't know that. Now, to be fair, do I know Killian Dane's real name off the top of my head? I don't. Damian Mackle. Okay, Big Damo. Huh, makes sense. Do I know Dave Mastiff's real name? I'm assuming it's Dave Mastiff. Oh, David Mitten. So, maybe I'm talking myself into, you know, that argument isn't as solid, but the fact remains... You knew less about these guys. Uh, and they had to travel all the time. And they went into bars and they were told if you lose a bar fight, you're not going to wrestle anymore. So, like, they had to be tougher. Wrestling is much more convenient. They're on the road all the time. Don't get me wrong. It is not easy being a professional wrestler in the 2020s. But, but, they're flying places. A lot of these guys had to drive. Um, they're driving probably in more style. They're making more money for sure. Uh, so, you know, whether or not you consider modern wrestlers softer or not, they're just, it's just a fact. We consider the older wrestlers to be tougher. So when I look at, let's get back to what I'm supposed to be talking about. When I look at Lance Archer versus Don Morocco, my head immediately goes, well, Don Morocco has to be hossier. He has to be. Is that actually true, though? I don't know. Um, Lance Archer didn't do Fuji Vice. Don Morocco did. Lance Archer has had a long career. He's wrestled in Japan. He's wrestled in Impact. He's wrestled in AEW. Uh, he's won multiple titles. No major, major ones, but he's won multiple titles. So if I go through the kind of checklist that I have in my head that has been birthed low these many episodes. It's not career length. It's not accomplishments. 
They're both big guys. They're both heavily sized. Uh, None of them check the Jeff Cobb, who we talked about last episode, box of, um, you know, big guy who flies like a cruiserweight. Lance Archer doesn't. He might do some aerial stuff, but he doesn't fly like a cruiserweight. You know, the bar fight metric, you're tempted to pick an 80s wrestler because of the Bill Watts rule that you had to win your bar fights. But when you look at a guy like Lance Archer, let me pull his, no, get out of here. Let me pull up his stats really quick. What is he, 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", you know, 273, like, He's not a pushover by any stretch of the imagination. This is tough. This is a tough one. I'm I'm very torn as to who to pick here. Um, now, Don Morocco never had to team with Kid Cash. And while I have an appreciation for Kid Cash now that I didn't back in watching TNA days... I don't know if that necessarily... But he did team with Minoru Suzuki. Lance Archer is a student of Minoru Suzuki. Or at least, you know, that means something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on making a decision. I want to know what the next matchup is. And I may make a decision solely based on what kind of matchups I want to see. So I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to decide this one yet. Our next matchup, Hammerstone. His name is Alexander Hammerstone. His name is Alexander Hammerstone. Uh, Was not part of the original list of 256. Added him in. He's made it to the sixes. Is Jeremy still watching MLW? Doesn't sound like it. They don't talk about it on the podcast. Is MLW still running? Is he still champion? I don't know. Didn't make it to AEW. Hasn't shown up on Impact. Is he going to... All these MLW guys, it's the pandemic's fault. Let's just let's just say that. The pandemic, little promotions like that, and even the NWA were going to have a hell of a time surviving. Um, but I, you know, I'm assuming MLW still exists, but nobody's talking about it anymore. So he's a six seed, but, you know, while we can't grade potential, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's taking on Billy Gunn. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't care. Hammerstone could win all the metric wars you want. Doesn't matter. I am a Billy Gunn guy and have been so since he turned heel as a smoking gun. Cared very little for the babyface smoking guns. Thought they were dumb. Thought the shooting the guns and the jeans and the mullets. Didn't care about any of that. As soon as he turned heel, aligned with Sonny, cut his hair, I was like, where has this guy been? He bulked up. He was a skinny boy in the early days. He bulked up. And since then, I have been all in on Billy Gunn. I need to get back. I was started watching Rampage this morning. Um, I know we're getting the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Gun Club. I should probably watch that. That's, that's going to be good. So, yeah, Billy Gunn wins this one. No doubt about it to me. Now, does that change how I feel about Archer and Morocco? No. 
Do I think Billy Gunn's going to beat either Archer or Morocco? Yes. I'm going to flip a coin. I got a coin. I'm going to flip a coin. I can think of no definitive thing. I've already, you know, we've got some old school guys. We've got some modern guys. The old school guys are going to say it's Morocco. The AEW folk are going to say it's Archer. I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, it's Archer. Tails, it's Morocco. This is a new nickel. It is heads. Lance Archer wins. Sometimes that's how you have to decide these things. And to be fair, Don Morocco versus Hammerstone does sound like a pretty good match. All right, we got four more here, folks. The one-man gang. Uh-oh. Oh, Billy Gunn. I was going to just immediately pencil you into the final, but the one-man gang is here. Uh, taking on Adam Bomb. Oh, great match. Wrath versus Akeem. <laughs> or Adam Bomb versus Akeem. That would be better in terms of the silly gimmicks. Fantastic match. Two, no doubt, Hawses. One bigger guy, one just super buff guy. Uh, nobody will tell you that Brian Clark is a good wrestler. He wasn't. I liked him. First time I'd ever seen anyone with colored contacts. I thought that was cool. I thought the look was cool. Um, I enjoyed seeing him as Wrath. I enjoyed seeing him as Brian Clark. However, I can't give him the win. I can't. Adam Baum was the one guy that I was like, Bill Watts would have figured something out. I think Bill Watts would have put a mask on him. And even though he's got the look, he's got like the, you know, the wild eyes, like he could have pulled it off. I don't know. I see Adam Bomb being, you know, some sort of Lord Humongous type character. Um, I don't appreciate the one man gang with the long hair who's just wearing a big singlet. I want my WWF one man gang character. I said this before, but they did presentations so good with him. Uh, but yeah, gang wins. You're welcome, Brandon. Last up, again, you want to pull an 80s wrestler, Sergeant, Sla Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik in the same bracket. That's fun. Sergeant Slaughter, his opponent, uh, we talked about him before. We talked about him before. The voice for Shockmaster, Mr. Ole Anderson, our last match. Sergeant Slaughter and Ole Anderson. Tell me this is not a fantastic group. Iron Sheik, Kamala, Butch Reed, Adonis, Killian Dane. You've got a guy like Dan Severn. You find a place for him. Don Morocco, Hammerstone, Billy Gunn, The Gang, Slaughter, Ole. I got to give it to Slaughter. Uh, I've seen Ole Anderson wrestle. He's fine. I don't, you know, love him. He's fine. But Sergeant Slaughter, great character, uh, became a G.I. Joe. Sergeant Slaughter didn't exist before. You know, this is not a character based on the G.I. Joe cartoon. They made Sergeant Slaughter, I think. Let me make sure I'm right on this. Sergeant Slaughter, G.I. Joe. Fictional character. Yeah. They used the kayfabe persona. Of Robert Rudolph Remus. Oh my goodness, that name. Rudy Remus. I want to live in that alternate universe. Uh, yeah, as a model for the character. That's amazing. That alone gives him the win.
quarterfinals, Iron Sheik versus Butch Reed, Killian Dane and Dave Mastiff, Lance Archer and Billy Gunn, One Man Gang and Sergeant Slaughter. Fantastic group. Consolations, Kamala and Adrian Adonis. I got to give it to Adrian Adonis. You know, the the savage character of Kamala, terrifying. But he became silly, and I loved that, you know, they had to cheer to get him to flip the, wrestle, the wrestler over to pin him. That was hilarious. But I got to give it to Adonis. Uh, Typhoon versus Dan Severn. I don't know if Brandon Banks will ever talk to me again if I let Dan Severn beat Typhoon, one half of the natural disasters. So I will give Typhoon the win. Uh, Dan Morocco, Don Morocco versus Hammerstone. You know what? Hammerstone was unranked. The fact that he's even in here is pretty good. We'll give that to Don Morocco, former ECW champion, I might add. Uh, yeah, and Oli can be Adam Bomb. All right. Our double losers bracket to determine the bottom four. Kamala is going to beat Dan Severn. Again, we have to take a lot of the legit fighting skills away here. Um, I'll say Hammerstone beats Adam Bomb. So Adam Bomb's going to beat Dan Severn. So 96 Dan Severn, one spot above Bruiser Brody. This is not a perfect system. We all knew that. Adam Bomb at 95. And I will have Kamala defeat Hammerstone. So Hammerstone's at 94. Kamala's at 93. Iron Sheik versus Butch Reed. Fantastic match. Um, that's another one of those. There was one. What was the matchup? Hold on. There was a matchup at one point. I don't remember which one it was, but I talked about it recently, where, you know, if you have a bar fight, you're just running in the opposite direction. You're waiting for them to punch each other, and you're just running in the opposite direction. That's how I feel about the Iron Sheik and Bush Street. If I have to choose who's on my I don't care. I'm, I'm hiding. I'm running. I'm laying on the floor and pretending I'm dead. I may break a bottle over my own head and just collapse. Uh, but I have to pick a winner, and I will pick the Iron Sheik. Uh, higher highs in his career. Legit wrestling background. Got to go with the Iron Sheik. No lack of respect for Butch Reed. He's going to take on Ole Anderson. That would be fun. Killian Dane versus Dave Massive. Uh, I got to go with Dane. You know, Dane, I think, in slightly better shape than Massive. He's more muscular. Massive's just bigger, more rotund. Um, both great. That would be a fantastic UK wrestling match. But I got to pick a winner, and it's, it's Killian Dane. Uh, Billy Gunn beats Lance Archer. No question. And then One Man Gang and Sergeant Slaughter. That is tricky. That is tricky. That is tricky. I think it's got to be Slaughter. Again, Sergeant Slaughter main evented a WrestleMania. One Man Gang did not. Akeem did not. From a Wrestle Silly perspective, there's, you know, but Sergeant Slaughter, you know, was the most hated man in wrestling in 91 during the Gulf War. Like, that was 
picture perfect. Let's use the modern world. And and, and again, in a way, we want to talk about the difference between uh, modern wrestling and wrestling from the past. That would never work today. You know, they're going out of their way to not mention where Ilya Dragunov is from right now. You can't suddenly push a Russian wrestler. It's not going to work. Um, so, yeah, we'll give it to Slaughter. So, Iron Sheik versus Killian Dane, Billy Gunn versus Sergeant Slaughter. Fantastic semi-final matchups here. Back into the constellations. Ole Anderson versus Butch Reed. Giving it to Reed. Never a huge Ole Anderson fan. Uh, Don Morocco beats Dave Mastiff. Um, Typhoon versus Lanch Archer. Tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Typhoon was a good wrestler for what he needed to be. A 90s big man wrestler. He was fine. He's perfectly good 90s big man wrestler. Lanch Archer is a more complete wrestler. And I think a more intimidating presence. So I'm going to give the win to him. And then Adrian Adonis versus One Man Gang. Very interesting styles in which both guys had the sort of biker thing going for a while and then had completely different characters. Adonis with his flower shop, you know, One Man Gang becoming the African dream. I think, again, I'm talking about you people a little too much, but... I don't know that I can have Typhoon and the one-man gang lose in back-to-back matchups, and Brandon still will do my intros and such for me. So I'm giving the win to the one-man gang. All right, our next group of four. I don't get Ole Anderson. I don't. I'm giving the win to Mastiff. Typhoon beats Adrian Adonis. Um, Ole, I think Adrian Adonis, for me, beats... Ole Anderson, Ole's 92, Adrian Adonis is 91, and I will have in a battle of two very, you know, big boy hoss fight, Typhoon will beat Dave Mastiff. I don't even think Dave Mastiff would mind. He'd probably happily take that loss. Beats, uh, he's 90, Typhoon is 89. One man gang versus Lance Archer. That's the gang. Don Morocco versus Butch Reed. We give that to Butch Reed. And we will have Lance Archer lose to Don Morocco. Don Morocco, number 87. Semifinals. Iron Sheik beats Killian Dane. No question. And, yeah. This is not who I want to win. Obviously, I want Billy Gunn to win this whole thing. But, whoever wins takes on the Iron Sheik. And what better story than to have Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik do battle one last time for page six supremacy. So, he beats Billy Gunn. Our consolation semifinals, One Man Gang and Killian Dane will go with One Man Gang. I'm saying, because it's my tournament, that Billy Gunn beats Butch Reed. You can shake your head and kind of mutter under your breath if you want. Uh, Butch Reed beats Killian Dane, no problem. Butch Reed finishes as the 85th hossiest hoss. Not a bad ranking for him. 
One man gang or Billy Gunn? You know, Billy Gunn's hossiness. Uh, we talked about Canyon being a hi-ho or a hi-no, a hoss in name only, or a hoss in height only. Billy Gunn bulked up enough that he can be considered a hoss. The issue is we have so many 80s big, big, big wrestlers that Billy Gunn looks skinny compared to them all. But it's got to happen. One man gang's going to be 84. And Billy Gunn will be 83rd. What year was I born? 1983. Billy Gunn, you and me. All the way, baby. Uh, yeah, Billy Gunn wins. Iron Sheik, Sergeant Slaughter. The storybook ending is for Sergeant Slaughter to once and for all vanquish his foreign foe, and the show ends with him waving the American flag. Maybe there's some kids with little American flags that come in the ring. We all salute. Vince tells us to have a good Thanksgiving. Jesse Ventura shouts out to his kids, we fade to black. But life isn't always fairy book endings, their friends. And, you know... That story would be great in the 80s and the 90s, but we're in a worldwide stage. Do we really need another show ending with, you know, America on top and that sort of Rocky Four sort of ending? Do we need a winning with an Iranian? And, uh, but I think to me, if I have to pick who the biggest hoss of this is, it's got to be the Iron Sheik. There's no question. There's no question in my mind. Sergeant Slaughter is 82. Let me spell his name right. The Iron Sheik, winner of page six. The hossiest toss of them all so far. I just want to see who we have here. Who won page 16 and 15? Ice Train. Then Jesse Ventura. Braun Breaker. Pierre Carl Ouellette. The Barbarian. Bruiser Brody, and now the Iron Sheik. Ice Train is 90s. Ventura is 70s into 80s. Braun Breaker, 2020s. PCO, I would call him more 2010s, but borderline. Barbarian, 80s for sure. Brody, 80s for sure. Sheik, 80s for sure. Have we seen an Ice Train's the only 90s wrestler? That will be another interesting thing to see as we go is, you know, where sort of the decades seem to clump together. Um, and again, there's going to be all sorts of reasons in a notwithstanding host bias. But that's what we have so far. Iron Sheik winner of the page sixes, which means we have five more episodes to go, dear friends. And as good as this page was, and it was great, we have to believe that the next pages will be even better and the decisions will get even tougher. And I look forward to making those decisions with you on our next episode. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I will see you the next time we watch these big meaty boys. Slap that meat.